Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch, because, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to us on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and you can even give us a rating. It makes us, you know, happy and stuff. Only if you say nice things. You can say bad things, too. That's fine, too. Um, and if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. So today on Muster Music, Joe and the team will be discussing new tunes from Allie and AJ and Blood Pop and Justin Bieber. The latter two teamed up for the new single Friends, which is due to debut on next week's Billboard Hot 100 chart. Fun fact, Blood Pop co-wrote the bulk of the tracks on Lady Gaga's last album, Joanne, as well as a number of the tunes on both Bieber's last full-length set, Purpose, and Madonna's last studio effort, Rebel Heart. Clearly, Blood Pop knows his way around pop superstars. So, with that said, let's get into it on Must Hear Music. All right, hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. Uh, my name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. This is kind of like a special breaking news alert <laughs> edition of must hear music because we recorded a podcast and was you know prepping to unleash that into the world and then lo and behold her holiness taylor swift uh unleashes her inner demons and comes out with a new song so we are recording this little thing and then uh we will proceed with the rest of the podcast which is recorded pre-swift um, as history will now, yeah. Pre, look what you made me do. Um, but anyway, so let's let's talk about it. I would say just quickly. I would say the title "Look What You Made Me Do" refers to us adding an addendum onto this podcast. Yeah, look yeah. what she made us do. Look what I she mean, made us do. I'm here on a Friday, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, at work on a Friday. What yeah. a saint. Who does that? Yeah, truly incredible stuff there. Really inspiring, Lindsay. Um, 
Hard Anyways, work, you know? <laughs> let's talk about um, let's talk about this Taylor Swift. So, look what you made me do. First single from Reputation, significantly dark, sinister. Um, you know, some caustic. I believe was a great word you used in your wonderful oh. little uh, review, wow. Jason. Thanks, so, why, why don't you kick us off? Um, sure. I mean, my my initial reaction to this was just surprise because it just look. I I wrote about earlier this week about what you can sort of expect. Uh, from this because you knew from the album title reputation the album artwork with the headlines she was she was definitely not going to move on from some of the controversies that plagued her last year you knew she was going to address it what i didn't expect is like this totally bonkers song where you have all these moving parts and she's so like pissed off in it and she's taking names and is like uh, i don't know i just i i i pictured her getting a little bit darker but i Mm -hmm. didn't expect to this degree um what did you guys what did you guys think about that were you guys like when you first listened were you guys like whoa what the the hell's going on last night oh my god yeah of course i was there i like was going to sleep because i was very tired but then i was like i I stayed up for this so did alexa alexa usually goes to bed at like 10 little angel (laughs) wow doxing Um, grandma alexa that's awesome so she comes running into my room like a few minutes before midnight is like it's out (laughs) and then we actually recorded our first listen nice and i have a video of it it's so funny post it on twitter please we thought about it yeah Yeah, you're actually Um, gonna have to post that but yeah, sure. so we were just like listening and we're just like, we kind of like it because I like weird music and this mm-hmm. is kind of dark. Like the beat makes no sense really. Yeah. Um. So I was into it. And then when she was like, the old Taylor is dead, we both yeah. like lost it. We were like, what? And then we played that back. Baba Shook. Yeah. Y- yeah, we were. Um. So that was my first take on it. I very really like it. I feel like I'm in the minority here. I was just going to say, very quick aside, I saw The Babadook for the first time two nights it's, ago. It's a very good movie. Very I good haven't movie. seen it still. Sorry. I mm-hmm. just I, yeah. I had to point that out. It's a great anyway. film. Um, I, I also really like it. But for, I mean, yeah, I was very, con- yeah, confused and surprised when I first heard it. I mean, it's, a t- here's the thing. Like, she, like, lyrically, we've she's touched on this before, maybe not quite so maliciously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, the real surprise is, like, she's usually such a, like, perfectionist. Like, everything sounds so polished from her, like, from her country singer-songwriter yeah. stuff to, like, Blank Space is, like, such an immaculate production. And, and this, like you've said, Jason, this is, like, a messy, jarring production. Yeah. Um, it's not, like perfectly put together and you could say you know maybe that's like the point of it like she wants to like show some edges and kind of disrupt things and Mm be um you know a little more i don't know you know sonically adventurous than you're gonna get on a perfectly um patched together pop single but i like i mean listen it's the other thing that really struck me is just it's crazy that this is not unsimilar to swish swish and that like katie and taylor (laughs) both have these like 90s throwback 90s club throwback tracks um within the same you know year and this is not like a you know 90s sure are like hot right now but it's not like 90s club influenced tracks are like tearing up the radio like Mm -hmm. it's it's a strange thing to throw back to and that both of them are kind of doing that um at the same time is very odd um and yeah, and then you know, there's of course the part where she's like speak singing, which mm-hmm. sounds very much like Fergie um, yeah. on my humps. It's just it's so weird, and that's again another thing that's not like that's hot right now. It's not like anyone's like clamoring for more of that. So it's <laughs> it's so, but you know, but I like both of those things. Like I'm not against it. 
Um, it's just, it's strange, you know, she's, I think it's sonically risky and it's also career risky because I'm sure it'll debut at number one. This is not a billboard prediction. I'm just my prediction, but I cannot imagine this being like a consistent top 10 hit. Like, you know, it's, it's not, the radio is not going to regularly play this. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, it's, it's so different and maybe it's a little too different to your point, but. I think I, I, that that hook is really catchy. Like the mm-hmm. what you're calling like the Fergie esque like mm-hmm. look what you made me do. Yeah, um, it's really catchy. And and someone pointed out I think this morning uh, that it's like a I think maybe Dan p- uh, pointed this out that it's like a a perfect kind of club snippet. Like yes. you can yeah. hear oh, the yeah. remix. I mean, and- yeah, Swish Swish not doing great on the Hot 100, but like I hear it in like the clubs and the gay bars all the time. Like yeah. this, yeah. I think 100 percent is going to be the same thing. Yeah. Um, and the and the other crazy thing about it is so we uh, Gil Kaufman, one of our great writers, um, did an interview with them. So it it interpolates the the beat from Right Said Fred's mm-hmm. "I'm Too Sexy." Yep. you know another well, not thing, the beat the melody. Both kind of the beat. If you if you line them up, there the beat is pretty similar. Oh too. really? Yeah. I thought it was just melody. Anyway. Um, and yeah, again another like who thought that Taylor Swift was gonna take "I'm Too Sexy" as a as a big sonic inspiration? Next, I, ho- I I hope second single has like an an interpolation of uh, Rico Suave. Let's get some <laughs> Gerardo in there. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, real. Anyways, and they one interesting thing they said in their interview was. Um, their original, you know, it does, everyone kind of thinks that as like a dumb song, but it was like a satire on like 80s excess, um, the whole I'm Too Sexy thing. Mm-hmm. So like that was a fairly cynical song. And this is also a pretty cynical song, which yeah. they pointed oh, that's out. interesting. Um, interesting connection that I did not think yeah. of myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just in terms of like reaction, like Swish Swish really grew on me. I started thinking like, eh, and then I ended up loving it. And I feel like the same is going to happen with this. Like I've listened to it. A lot, and I don't even say I love it now, but I recognize that I want to keep returning to it. Mm-hmm. For those who did not attend my karaoke birthday party, um, <laughs> Joe performed Swish Wish with uh, my wife, so that mm-hmm. is burned in my brain forever. Yeah. It's on the internet. Yeah, if you want to on the internet. Don't, yeah. don't let people know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the internet, one <laughs> one really interesting thing that I did see on Twitter, which I keep going back to, someone pointed out that the title of this song by calling it look what you made me do mm-hmm. not like look what i've done or like she's taking no ownership she's like yeah. once again making herself the victim here which kind of makes me not like the song because then i'm just like no one really made you do that basically i'm having this internal struggle here <laughs> yeah. where i'm like first off i feel kind of bad for you if you feel like you're at a point where you're like this in this dark place because of all the things that people made you do and like you know what the headlines say and like what people think of you like that's kind of sad but then it's also like well no one made you do this dark release you know like this was your artistic decision so i I I won't be getting might be a little bit of a smirk with it i mean i can't say that for certain yeah well it might not be a totally earnest darkness maybe kind of like like character role playing sort of thing well, one of, the, one of the things, and the, we were on an email chain this morning, Joe, um, where uh, Justin Bieber's Sorry was brought up. Yes. And that was me. Yeah. That was you? Well yeah. done, sir. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I've been thinking about that since since then. And I think part of the problem, and this song has 
gotten wildly mixed reviews yeah. um, thus far. I would say leaning more toward negative than positive. Yeah. But I think, and I think part of the problem is that when Justin Bieber dropped "Sorry," like it just made sense from a narrative perspective. Like mm-hmm. people yeah. kind of, even if you're a casual fan, you kind of knew he had done some dumb stuff and had some personal mm-hmm. issues and kind of had like a quote unquote fall from grace from when his, you know, when he first started out as like this precocious kid. Yeah. He comes back with this song, Sorry, and it's a great song, but also it makes sense for like him being like, I'm owning up to my mistakes. This, I think, makes less sense for people because the Taylor versus Kimye thing and, you know, the Calvin Harris stuff, like mm-hmm. it's not quite as memorable yeah. as like I, I think a lot yeah. of a lot of what That's I've true. seen is like so you so you have this instance where she's like look what you made me do like nobody trusts me and I think mm-hmm. I think people are just kind of confused like what did we make you yeah. do right um it's a lot more nebulous yeah sure. so and I think that disconnect has created this problem of if say say like Taylor Swift had almost a worse year last year and mm-hmm. she you know, got completely destroyed on, you know, on a number of occasions mm-hmm. instead of just, like, this weird Snapchat thing that mm-hmm. caused, like, a, like a week or half a week worth of headlines, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that would be one thing, and then she kind of comes back. But I think that the, I think people are just wondering, like, what is all this about? And I think that has mm-hmm. colored a lot of the reaction to this song. So I think yeah, that's, that's a good my psychoanalysis. Yeah, and I think you're right, and I think it's also, you know, like with the Bieber stuff, of course he had defenders, and people were like, oh, leave him alone, but that was a more universally, like, everyone could be like, all right, well, he did some dumb kid stuff, but, like, the Taylor Kimye thing is so, uh, like, there's, it's one of those confusing things where you're kind of like, at the end of the day, you're not sure, like, what wrong was done, or Mm -hmm. if anyone did wrong, or if it was just this weird miscommunication, so it's so nebulous, yeah, people, and, you know, it wasn't universally that people hated her either, like, I think she could have come out and not addressed it and people would have been fine moving on without thinking about it. Also with Bieber, like, Sari sort of moved his narrative forward, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this this is backtracking so much. That's true. So, yeah. I I think that's that's part of the problem. I I will say, though, that... So I I like this song. Um, I don't love it. I like this song. I think it has some really cool elements. I will say, this has me so excited for this album. I think that, like... I'm so pumped for like weird Taylor Swift. We've never seen weird Taylor yeah. Swift I know. before. I think that's why I like it because yeah. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, yeah. I feel and like the whole album can't be this weird though. Really? I would be shocked if it was. That that's the thing. This is the lead single, man. So I don't know. I, know. I feel like I feel like less smart lead weird. single. I feel like there's got to be some like immaculate pop confection on oh, this. Sure. Yeah, that's we'll coming see. our way. But I don't know. Maybe she just makes like a, f- a full like Bjork album. Like let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go. Oh, like um, this like her... the, th- the throat singers. Like uh, she just does like medulla. That'd be great. I'd be all <laughs> that's about. Probably that. what's gonna happen. Yeah. Good, good point. <laughs> great prediction. Um, but yeah. So I mean, this is obviously everyone. Everyone is, I think, forced to have an opinion on this. So yes. if you've got one. Uh, please tweet them at us. Let us know what you think about the song, slash the narrative, slash its chances on the charts. Um, and let's give a listen to this. So Taylor Swift, uh, Look What You Made Me Do. And we're going to listen to a little bit of that. And then after that, we're going to go into our previously recorded podcast. So uh, cool. here it is, New Taylor. I got a list of 
Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music. My name is Joe Lynch and I am here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hi. And uh, so, yeah, we got some tunes. We like, sure do. Like we do like every most episode. episodes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so this week we're going to run through uh, Justin Bieber's new song with Blood Pop Friends, uh, Dave East featuring French Montana Maneuver. Um, a new-ish, sort of bending the rules on this one, uh, Jamila Woods and Chance the Rapper song. I asked if we had any rules. I don't think we do here. Um, they're, if, they're, if we do, they're being bent. Okay. Um, a song from Sid, uh, J. Roddy Walston and The Biz. Mm-hmm. And then Allie and AJ, The Return of Allie and AJ, uh, which has people been tweeting at me about. And this song is officially really? out. So now, it, yeah, it's, Thanks, it's time to talk about it. Yo, that's awesome. Um, but let's, let's start with, uh, you know, the man, the legend, Jason. Specifically oh, talking about up? Justin Bieber. Then. Oh, haha. <laughs> yeah, so Justin Bieber and Blood Pop and, and with their friends Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels mm-hmm. released a new song. Um, it's good. I mean, I, I don't. We we've talked a lot about Justin Bieber on this podcast. Uh, it the the new single is is fun. It, it to me it sounds like a weekend song a lot, and uh, you know just in terms of that kind of like cruising production. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that some of the lyrics are a little iffy, but I, I think overall it, it hits its mark. I don't really have like a, a drawn out opinion on this. I, I mean, it it it's not like. A, a huge change up for him mm-hmm. it's 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 nothing like completely amazing or wretched or even mm-hmm. it's not even it's not like mediocre at all it's it's just like very solid so what'd mm-hmm. you guys think yeah i mean when we did the little billboard staff poll i voted for sorry over this song do you want to explain that a little bit yeah for those who aren't for people to. who are listening who maybe haven't read every article on billboard well for the few of you who don't continuously read the website um, we did a little staffer poll in the office, basically comparing Friends and Sorry. And I think most people voted... Because it's the same voted... two co-writers. Uh, Justin yeah. Tranter and Julia Michaels wrote and both those songs. essentially the same And, and same producer, too. And, uh, yeah, Blood like, Pop produced or co-produced both. Yeah. yeah, but like lyrically almost the same, thematically sort of the same. Lots of similarities. But I think most of us voted for Sorry. Yeah. I know I did. Um, so to me, Friends feels a little bit cheap just because it... It's like Sorry Part 2. What did you call it in your I called it Sorry Not Sorry. You had another one too, didn't Uh, you? Sorry Light. Was that you? Sorry Light. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry Sorry, Not Sorry. Diet (laughs) diet Sorry. Yeah, Diet Sorry, if you will. Um, I mean, Friends is great. I listened to it a few times. It's just not... Not what I wanted Excellent. for Beeb's return. Yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it is great, guys. Okay. Um, no, I, I totally hear what you're saying. Like it's it's very similar to Sorry. Um, you know, it's it has that vocal modulation squiggly thing mm-hmm. that's been so popular for like two years now. And I admit that's getting a little old. But um, I think just in terms of like an environment where there isn't a lot of like pop pop, you know, like yeah. Bieber, Carly Jepsen type pop. It's just nice to hear a song like this. Like, there just isn't a lot of that happening. But, yeah, it's like Sorry, and it's not as good as Sorry. Um, But there, I think one thing that does sort of recommend it is uh, Blood Pop maybe gets a little more experimental on this one. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, some of the synths are, like, a little reverby and kind of angular in a way that reminded me of Grimes' album uh, Art Angels, which he did work on, too. So I think there's a little bit of an edge to it. 
that maybe Sorry doesn't have. But yeah, I mean, I agree. It's it's not as strong. But I mean, Sorry, like I would consider one of the be- like absolute top pop songs of this decade. So to yeah. not be up to that level is still pretty good. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how. That's exactly how I feel. I I feel like. The exact same way I felt about like when Cold Water came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't like Let Me Love You as much. Um, what was the other song? I guess like I'm the one. I mean yeah. they're yeah. I mean they're just it's just like another successful mm-hmm. Bieber song where he's you know doing his thing and and it's entertaining enough. I don't think it's you know blow you away type of material, but yeah, right. Um, yeah, and it's it's hard it's tough to fault someone too when they're like. In, when they reach like a, a pinnacle and the stuff that comes after it is like just pretty good. Yeah, exactly. you know you don't want to be like, oh, you suck for just being B plus now. <laughs> yeah, you know. But anyways, um, but let's listen to it. So it's Justin let's. Bieber and Blood Pop. Blood Pop gets the uh, same billing with Bieber, yeah. so good for him. Uh, the song's called Friends. But you know we had something so good I'm wondering Can we still be friends? Can we still be friends? Doesn't have to Alright, next up, let's talk... Let's do... Let's pivot to another Jason pick, though. Ooh, wow. Uh, Double Jason. (laughs) Uh, so Dave East featuring French Montana. Uh, yeah. So Dave East, we had a, speaking of uh, Billboard.com, a very nice interview with him. Uh, oh, really? Our new hip-hop I editor, totally Carl that. Lamar, uh, interviewed him for a great piece that went up sometime last week. I forget when, but some sometime last, last week. week. Just true. Google Dave East Billboard. It's the most recent one. Cool. Yeah, so Dave East is a, is a rapper from Harlem. Uh, he, he signed to Def Jam maybe like a year or two ago. And uh, he dropped. He he. <laughs> I was going to combine the word "just" and "dropped" into "drust." Uh, he <laughs> just it. dropped his, uh, I think, proper debut album. I, I could be wrong think, with that. I think he's calling, and I could be wrong also. I think he's calling this an EP, which is bizarre because it's forty oh, minutes. Well, hmm. you know, the classification will have to be TBD. Yeah. But paranoia, a true story. It, it has a bunch of big guest stars on it. Uh, maneuver features um, French Montana. I, I just picked this one because I, I just like this the best. It's um, he has the single with Chris Brown that's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a song with Cheesy that I like. But yeah, I, I think that this is like it kind of shows his skills and it 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 doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles or like a, a, a huge hook or anything like that. But it, it's it's really I don't know. It's it's just it's just like very magnetic in in terms of like kind of pulling you into his world and you kind of like i said you get a sense of who he is at this point it's it's not like thrilling um but it's just great i mean i i could see this like being a song in like um in like a tv soundtrack or a movie soundtrack or even getting some radio play what what did you guys think of dave east featuring french I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Montana. Well, I uh, listened to half of this song. Oh, no. <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah, not because I didn't like it. Just simply ran out of time. Oh, but wow. I liked where it was going, if that's anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to spoil the ending for you. Yeah, I don't know what happens. <laughs> don't ruin it. Yeah, it takes a crazy turn. In yeah. The last Maybe seconds. it does. It was produced by M. Night Shyamalan, so there's <laughs> so a big you twist You just never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, even though we're talking about Davey, so I'll say <laughs> I've recently become a pretty big fan of French Montana. So, wow. so maybe this day. would be my favorite off of the album. What'd you say? I said that's something you don't hear every day. Yeah, it's pretty unusual. But I keep, whenever I walk through our office when the Hot 100 songs play or whenever I hear them on the radio, I'm like, I really like this song. And I realize it's a French Montana song. Yes. So, he's, got some, he's got some hits. Yeah. yeah. He does. I listen to, it, it's so weird because, very quick aside, I have um, this running playlist that I listen to like every morning. I just, I like listening to the same like, order of 12 songs Mm -hmm. so i i can honestly say that i listen to french montana's pop that every single morning (laughs) it's like the eighth or ninth song um for a couple months now maybe even more than Mm -hmm. that um Mm -hmm. but yeah i just like i can honestly say every morning (laughs) uh, pop that yeah wait you run every morning yeah most mornings yeah that was his humble brag yeah that really was well what can i say um well, I wake up every morning. That's so true. I well, I would that. hope so, or else who's going <laughs> to lead the must-hear music? Hey, I'm proud of you for that. That's yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I guess uh, I don't have too much to add other than, um, he, yeah, he, I've been hearing a lot about him. Um, I like it. I, you know, I, it's hard for me to tell, like, I, I don't know. It, it's just I, I need to, I think, listen to it more in mm-hmm. terms of, like, you know, it's is is this like is he you know potentially one of the greats or is he just like a pretty good rapper who's yeah. on the scene? Like I don't know, but I will say I really love the um. Uh, there's this uh, the saxophone in the background. Yeah, kind of this like lonely late night sort of sultry thing. I know I thought that was a good. It's kind of it, it's kind of nice to the al- the whole album is is kind of nice just because it's it's such a like a straightforward rap album. And I I, I definitely need it just came out I think three days ago, yeah. so I need to spend more time with it. I didn't hear it before it came out, but. Um, to me, it's just like a very straightforward rap album, and, and I always kind of appreciate when that happens, just because so much of popular hip hop right now is, you know, more pop focused and and more kind of you know you have the sing songy stuff, and mm-hmm. um, which is cool, and I I admire it um, and and enjoy it on occasion, but yeah, uh, I enjoy this album. All right, well, let's listen to some of that. So it's Dave East featuring French Montana. The song is called Maneuver. Put it up, bro. Uh, if it's about a bag, I maneuver. I'm on a hand to hand maneuver. Maneuver. Fresh about the trap, I maneuver. And that phone, I maneuver. VVS is on me. Keep my weapon on me. Protect for lead. Yeah. My bitch a freak. Yeah. Now tell me how you want it. Them bad bitches on me. 100 freaks. Yeah. 100 V's. Yeah. I'm 
Um, all right, let's do, uh, we haven't done Lynn's pick, so. Let's do it. Let's do, so we have, uh, Jamila Woods featuring Chance the Rapper, LSD, and I was yes. saying this is bending the rules just a little bit, because technically this did hit SoundCloud a year ago, but mm-hmm. is officially out now. Correct. So. And it's sort of relevant once again, because the yeah. music video just came out. The music video did just come out, yeah. Um, and it is a, it's a great song. So. Yeah, and I, I sort of feel like maybe not everyone was aware of this album when it came out last year. And it's incredible. Accurate. Yeah. So, shout out to Jamila. I mean, yeah. it was a smart move and a great move that she could get Chance on a song. And that obviously, I think, is the most popular off the album, which is called Heaven, H-E-A-V-N. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to Havens, if you will. Wow. wow. And she's Chicago, right? Yeah. That, I oh, mean, that's... Obviously, and, that's why we're talking wow. about it. Right. And this song... number one stan. ...is um, basically <laughs> an ode to Chicago. Mask. It's Jamila Woods! <laughs> I'm wearing a Chicago flag under my outfit. <laughs> it's Mayor Daly. <laughs> oh, no. Too far. Too far. Um, but yeah, this song in particular is basically like an ode to the city. Because the lyrics aren't anything spectacular. I mean, she's talking about like driving down Lakeshore Drive, LSD... Sort of looking at Lake Michigan, how mm. it's not an ocean, but it's her favorite. That, yeah. Have you? Yeah. So you know what it's like. I know what it's like in the in the big windy. Oh yeah, <laughs> as we call it. Mm-hmm. You Midwest kids. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, another one I wanted to shout out was uh, "Very Black" with No Name, just because I love No Name as well, and I think the two of them together is something really special. Just more Chicago love all around. That's so cool. What what was what was cool uh, last month was Jamila was at. Uh, pitchfork fest mm-hmm. and unfortunately right before like an hour before their set uh sh- she was going to be on the small stage and the avalanches were going to be on the main stage the avalanches had to pull out uh for a personal for a personal problem so jamila like you could s- so i was at the small stage and you could see jamila and her whole crew like we're going to the main stage <laughs> and it was really cool it, so it, was, it was a hometown show so yeah she's great was the crowd big yeah yeah it was actually very very big um so yeah Cool. And how'd your dad like it? Oh, he loved it. He nice. he he definitely was was into Jamila. I yeah. I mean, I think I think she's fantastic. Uh, this song in particular, I think the production is really mm-hmm. complex and interesting. Um, you know, it kind of falls into that like soulful funk kind of zone out music that you kind of put yes, it on exactly. and just like lay back and you know. And imagine things. Totally. Um, or drive down Lakeshore Or, drive. yeah, exactly. Or a good driving, sort yeah. of. Uh, Lay back and yeah. imagine things. <laughs> let, let your mind take over. Um, <laughs> yep. With what or do you, without. What do you, how do you listen to other music? I don't know. Sometimes, some, I feel like some music you listen to Sitting while you're going about and, like, do maybe you're cleaning <laughs> or flailing your arms or doing other wildly. activities and other types of music are things you just, like, lay down it's and true. kind of, like, let your mind kind of wander to weird places. That explains it. When I walk by your desk and I just see you laying down, you're imagining <laughs> Yeah, things. exactly. On my back. <laughs> That's what's happening. What's Joe doing? Oh, he's imagining things. Listen, guys, <laughs> I like to do a lot of imagining, Okay. I don't need this. All right. Uh, let's listen to it. It's Jamila Woods featuring Chance at the Rapper um, called LSD. Very fitting title. You ain't think I really had it like that. You ain't think we really had it like that. You didn't think I really had it like that. Matter of fact, we can swim in it. I know you want to get in it.
right, that was LSD. Um, now onto a fairly, fairly different sound. Uh, Allie and AJ. So this Woo-hoo! is one of my picks. Would have uh, been my pick too. The song is called "Take Me," and it is awesome. A uh, banger. So for those who are unfamiliar, um, admittedly, this, you know, I was not, I was not a big uh, Disney Channel viewer around the time of. Uh, what was it? Where you Phil were, to the future oh, yeah. or something? Yeah, well, so wait, of the future. Phil of the Phil future. Of the fu- so, guys. Lindsay, what, like, tell us about this show. I have no idea what this show no, is. No, you guys, considering my age is an advantage <laughs> here for once, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually don't remember the show that well. Ah, uh, I'm must g- have been I, a good he one. could. I think he saw into the future, but now I'm thinking that might just be that so Raven. That is, but I'm sure <laughs> they recycled it and copied it for a million other shows. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even a fan of their acting careers. Their music careers really right. sold me on the so one sister of, duo. So one or both of them was on a Disney Channel show. I think uh, it was Allie. And then they Oh, they had... both weren't on it? So wait, what? I think it was <laughs> Allie. And then I, I think... think AJ sort of like tagged on to her career. Oh, and then they cool. did some movies together. And then they started singing. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, so they had a couple, two or three albums even, like mm-hmm. 10 years ago, um, more like kind of teen-oriented, like pop rock stuff on Hollywood Records, which is Disney's um, label for kind I mean, really like more kind of like kid stuff type things. Like Demi was on that back before she kind of grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they, they disappeared. They, they started this other band called 78 Violet, which was yeah. supposed to be their, like we're adults now and then mm-hmm. no one really paid attention uh so i think they're very smartly like dusting back off the ally and aj moniker um but the sound is like 100 percent adult but it's not in that like miley cyrus uh former disney star adult thing it, they're not basically they're not like i'm an adult because i'm sexual now yeah it's like i'm an adult because i'm listening to more complicated music and I, i'm having a more like mature production right. um it, it's very it's just very very beautiful it's kind of this like disorienting breathy 80s synth pop um very well put together the vocals sound great um it's just you know i mean this is this is kind of a style that's come back in vogue for the last 10 years and with varying degrees of success uh you know kind of more in the indie world than anything else uh and i think they're doing a fantastic job with it i mean like i said you know this is it's an 80s throwback. It's kind of like when it's back in the popular consciousness these days, it's more in the indie realm. So this is not like going to be a chart banger. But right. I feel like this is the kind of thing that could get a placement in a commercial or a movie trailer or something and like actually blow up in some sense. I want to quickly interject. Um, Phil of the Future. Yes. According to Wikipedia. Follows a family from the future that gets stranded in the 21st century oh, right. when their time machine they had, they had sprayable, they had all these cans, you'd open their pantry, they'd be like, what do you want for dinner, kids? And they'd be like, brownies. And then you'd spray on a tray and brownies would be there. Now I remember the show. A bear so bad for the environment. Yeah, it's... Didn't matter back then. I uh, mean... Back, <laughs> back then. In the future. Forward then. <laughs> um, also, they, you mentioned that they started in some movies. I only see one... uh Allie and AJ. Wow, you remember. So it's called Cow Bells and Bells, like, Bell of the Ball. That's how it's spelled. Mm. It's the only one? Uh, so they're, like, know. southern bells sort of thing? I, I don't know. You yeah. tell, you tell yeah, us. Yeah, and Lindsay. then I think their family loses money or something, and they have to work in, like, a milk factory. Oh, my God. I think this well, is that accurate. sounds, like, really ridiculous. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't I, – I love this song. It Man, yeah. also check out 78 Violet's uh, single Hot House. That song was great. 
Oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, as a, as an Ellie and AJ longtime listener, what do you think about yeah, this? Yeah. Um, I saw them open for Miley Cyrus when she was oh, really? touring as Hannah Montana. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was amazing. Um, I've been a fan forever. Potential breakup song is probably one of my favorite songs ever. But wow. I'm yeah, I'm just really happy. In our music meeting last Friday, I gasped because I saw the email <laughs> saying that they had returned. So I was really happy um, that they have new music out. And I wouldn't say it's everything I wanted because I'd be perfectly happy if they put out a song that didn't sound any more mature than their mm-hmm. old material. Yeah. Um, but I do like where it's headed. Yeah, but they're late 20s now. I mean, they can't – got to let them grow up. Yeah, fine. What if they – it'd be cool if one of these – I mean, cool, I guess – but like, if if one of these like D- Disney Channel stars just didn't grow up, they're right? just like, like we, they're <laughs> like forty five and they're still making like teen pop. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. It'd be fine. Could have been would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, and probably frightening too. All right. Well, let's let's listen to some of it. Uh, Ali and AJ take me. And once again, I want to say uh, thank you to the several people who tweeted recommendations at me about this as well as even people in the office have been asking me about what? this i feel like i've been getting bombarded really yeah that's really people funny meaning Taylor, shout out but. to a uh, quick <laughs> shout out to uh sam lansky formerly of of time magazine now at spotify who like will ride or die with ali and aj forever and ever like i i te- when this song came out i texted him and uh <laughs> and he was all about it so congrats to him all right there we go well, let's give it a listen make a move and make you now All right, that was Ellie and AJ Take Me. Um, let's do one more time. All right, let's do it. Sorry, we're going to do another one of my pick. Go we'll for it. We'll wrap with the Havens. Okay. Uh, so J. Roddy Walston and the Business is a band uh, led by J. Roddy Walston. Not his real name, but that's what that's what he's going. Uh, so they had an album in 2013 that was called Emotional Tremors, which is good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I wasn't like a ride-or-die fan of it. Uh, they have a new album coming out called Destroyers of the Soft Life, and uh, I heard the whole thing yesterday, and it is awesome. It's very, very impressive. It's a really, they're kind of a little more more polished, but at the same time a little more adventurous, I would say, Um, and one of the songs from that called You Know Me Better is out now, Um, and I just love, like, I unexpectedly, like, love this. It just, like, to me it has... Like, it's very, it's rock. It's, like, fairly straightforward in that sense. Um, but it, like, has a lot of the arcade fire grandeur of, like, their older stuff uh, mm-hmm. before they started, like, discoing it up. There's kind of that, like, about-to-burst emotional feeling of, like, Hold Steady songs from, like, 10 years ago. Um, and then, the, and but also it, it keeps from being, like, a little too sappy, a little too emotional because the riffs are, like, they're very crunchy, I would yeah. say. Like, you get kind of like some early Weezer shadings on some of those. Um, it's just, it's a really, like, it has a great buildup. It's just, there aren't like, and I mean, we've talked about, you know, there aren't like a yeah. ton of great rock songs these days. It's not like what what's like really the most uh, adventurous or challenging music. But I think this is a really fantastic, interesting song. But I, as, a, as a resident, you know, rock stand, I'd be curious what you thought of this, Lindsay. 
Well, I do have that on my resume, mm-hmm. but I love this song. And this is one of those bands where I, I've heard the name for a really long time. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, I I know who they are, and I actually don't. I've never really listened. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that you picked a song because it forced me to take a minute and listen and confirm that I am indeed a fan. Um, yeah. It's just, it's right up my alley. It The beginning sort of reminded me of, like, a weird fusion of Ryan Adams and Kurt Vile. I can see that. Yeah. Um, like, somewhere in between, but also a little bit harder than both. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to hear the album, especially if you say it's great. I do. What, what do you think, Jason? I really like this, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny because I will always, like, so I've been to Bonnaroo six times. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Jay, Roddy, Walston, and the business have been there <laughs> five of those times. I mean, that's actually, that's not yeah. true, but I, I feel like every time I've been to Bonnaroo ever, they're, they're there and they're jamming out and everybody's mm-hmm. enjoying. They're like a quintessential Bonnaroo band. So I've never, I, I've enjoyed their live show at Bonnaroo and elsewhere, mm-hmm. but have never really explored their, their catalog. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm glad you sent this over because um, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I think it's great. And I think it kind of, you know, it's, it, it I, I've also seen them live and I, yeah, it, this is different than that. It's, it's a little more focused, yeah. a little more uh, polished, but yeah, it's very solid. I'm totally. And I, yeah. It. And I think that's why I haven't sought out their, just like their catalog, mm. their catalog because yeah. I didn't think it would be this focused. So yeah, I like it. All right, cool. Uh, well let's, uh, oh, and yeah. So in the rest of the, you know, the album without giving anything away, but there's these uh, great little kind of like flourishes on it, like before and after some of the tracks, they'll just throw in like, kind of like instrumental noodling kind of white mm-hmm. album-ish, which is always fun. Yeah. When um, is it out? Uh, mm-hmm. September 29th, I think, if memory serves. But yeah, so it's uh, J. Roddy Walston in the business. Song is called You Know Me Better. You know me better than I know myself. I don't have to think. I think it's just as well. You know me better. That reminds me of a Roisin. Oh Murphy my song. God! Are you kidding me? I definitely thought of that great Roisin Murphy song. You know yeah. me better. Oh, yeah. I love her so much. I know you do. I know you do. I think about her all the time. <laughs> it's pretty weird for a, for a pop star that no one really cares about in America. I think about her an awful lot. Um, all right. So next and last, uh, Lindsay. We have Sid S Y D. Yep. Song is Bad Dreams slash No Looking Back. Uh, this is Sid of the internet slash odd future mm-hmm. adjacent fame. Uh, what, what do you have to say about this one? Um, I think it's pretty awesome. She put out her debut in February, so getting back out there pretty quickly. And this yeah, is just gonna, a great I was going to ask, like, is it this like a leftover track? Do you know? No. Um, a project is coming out. The date I saw was what? September 8th, but I don't know if that was 100% confirmed. Cool. But, yeah, it's either... They, she put out album art for it, and it's either going to be, like, a visual project or an EP or an album. Not really known, but it appears as though this will be on that. Cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's awesome. The lyrics are really great to me, and they remind me a lot of The Weeknd because they're just, like, super sultry and a lot of the stuff that he gets into. But you don't often hear it from a female, mm-hmm. which is why I yeah. think it's really cool. It's just, like, late night, lights low, R&B, you know? <laughs> 
That's Send a, the mood. That's a good weekend comparison so, because <laughs> the net, like tomorrow, I'm gonna catch you. Joe's gonna be at his desk imagining himself things, <laughs> and Lindsay's gonna like be lowering the lights while listening to Sid. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, no, I, 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 what, what's great about Sid is she's so distinct, and that's one of the things I loved about Finn. Uh, mm-hmm. Her album that came, yeah, wow, it came out in February. It feels like yeah, so long ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one else is really making music like Sid, and mm-hmm. um, I've returned to that album a lot. And I, yeah, I, I thought this might have been a cast off just because it, it definitely continues in that mode. But I'm, I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have much. You know, I think it's I like songs that fall into that like seductive hookup, but like specifically unromantic genre yeah. um, that the weekend does a lot of. But you're right, you don't hear it enough from women, and um, and I, I mean, part of that is just because people are are less willing to buy that kind of music from mm-hmm. women, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, like there's the line, "We only kiss when we're," um, yeah, that's said over and over. That's awesome. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, it's good. I, I, I totally dig it. I like her. I've seen her live. She's fantastic. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, let's listen to it. We're closing in our time. Let's so, do it. uh, Sid, bad dreams slash no looking back. I'm on my way. You tell me to wait. Say your paces and mess doesn't matter to me. Don't waste your time. Be there and tend to buzz me in. We say we don't want no love in this. But when we're intimate, you don't resist. That was Sid, S-Y-D. Uh, and that's all we got for this podcast. What so. an episode, huh? What an ep- <laughs> Wow, got a little bit of everything. Got I liked every song that we talked about today. Yeah, I think I did too, one. actually. No duds on this one. Usually yeah. we you know, squeak in a couple stinkers, right? <laughs> do we? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, just briefly, because we, we do have to run. Uh, so Billboard Hot 100 Fest was this last weekend. Oh, yeah. What was everyone's favorite act that they saw? I loved Big Sean. Thought he put on a really great show, and I'd never seen him live. I also love T Pain. He did like a little soulful jam in the middle. Mm-hmm. His voice is incredible when he's not singing through the vocoder. vocoder yeah, vocoder, vocoder. slash auto tune. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was only so I was only there on Sunday, but uh, shout out to Camila. She was great. She was really good. Mm-hmm. We were all mobbing. You know what's so funny? So I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you notice? So. For those who weren't there, a bunch of us Billboard people were in, like, the pit <laughs> watching Camila, and I was just, like, I was being goofy and whatnot. Um, and I saw to our left our two interns. Did you guys see them? I saw them, them yeah. Yes. And, like, but clearly didn't want to, like, hang with us. And so I came over to them this morning. I was like, yo, saw you guys at Camila. What's going on? You don't want to come over? And they were like, oh, I sorry. I was like, I don't. I'm not, I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> well, way to go. Shame yeah, them. I sounds think like I you did. did. Um, but yeah, Camila. Camila's like live shows on point. She had a great yeah. live She's presence. Great. Yes, her voice sounded very good, and it was just a great. She seemed so joyous. It was yeah. Mm-hmm. Like see if like for those listening, see Camila live. She's opening for Bruno Mars. Um, should be great. It's a good show. Uh, for me, Tanache, I loved. She's such uh, her, she's such a good dancer. Her backup dancers her. are yeah, incredible. I wish I had um, it was just fantastic. But yeah, 
All right, Billboard High 100. Ooh, another one, one for the swish, swish, bish. Another one in uh, the basket. Wow. Sure. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have any recommendations for music, please hit us up on Twitter or thoughts about the ones we talked about. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.